Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Cole Berto of the Black Pants Legion's WBPL News. This week, Legionnaires will elect their new mayor. Before going to the polls, voters want to understand the issues and the candidates' positions. Tonight, voters will have an opportunity to hear the candidates for the mayorship state their views on issues that affect us all. WBPL News is proud to present this mayoral debate. We're pleased to welcome to the stage, Zenith. Hello, Zenith. Hello, I am Zenith, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with me. I'm not at all holding back some kind of ancient evil. I have no idea why anyone would think that. Thank you, Zenith. Tom Tombadil. Hey, everybody, it's me, Tom Tombadil, the Black Pants Legion. Let's do this. Thank you, Tom. Puma. Hello there, Puma of the Black Pants Legion. I am the dealer of cats and flutes. Thank you, Puma. And finally, Pablo Ichiban. Pablo. Well, hey there, folks. I'd be awfully proud if you voted for me, but try not to let me down. Thank you, Pablo. The candidates will debate questions as submitted by random members of the Legion. The ground rules for this, as agreed upon by you gentlemen and ladies, are these. Each question will be asked to all four candidates, with a brief response from each. Follow-up questions may be asked to sharpen the answers, and the candidates will have an opportunity to make a rebuttal. If candidates take too much time in their responses, I will reluctantly, but certainly, interrupt. Through a totally random and unbiased process, a certainly exceptionally sober Tom Tombadil will be the first to answer our opening question. The first question from a, an anonymous legionnaire, Tom. What do you plan to do about all of the secret tunnels Cobalt dug in the walls? Oh, dude, that'd make like the sickest little hideout or whatever. We could totally go down into the tunnels and then like put some beanbags and shit down there. And um, yeah. Thank you, Tom. Sweet tunnels. Puma, same question. Uh, yes, the tunnels. I like tunnels. Pablo? You know, a tunnel is a lot like grilling a good hamburger. It needs to be nice and firm, but if it's not cut, the walls aren't compact enough, it'll fall and collapse. So I would, now I'm awfully proud of Cobalt for his uh, building his tunnels because, you know, it's, uh, it's very creative. But I would uh, make sure they were safe and I would help to make them better because I'm awfully proud of Cobalt. And Zenith. We have walls? I wasn't aware we had walls, but if there are tunnels in them, I think obviously we need to fill them with probably more dragons and more guns. Absolutely terrifying. Thank you. Next question for Puma to begin with. Dr. Killinger asks, what is your favorite way to praise Zorg? Well, did you know that I can chug a gallon of chem fuel in 20 seconds? Live video released upon my election. Prelogue. Thank you. Pablo, same question. Hmm, bit of a conundrum. Now, not that I would ever do this, as, you know, I am quite the confident cook, as I would never burn food in the name of Zorg. That's just wasting good steak. But uh, I can do the math behind thermodynamic problems for you uh, kids out there who are studying your math. So if you ever need uh, help with your math homework or figuring how to scientifically praise Zorg, you just come see me. Zenith. Interesting, relevant fact. Uh, dragonologists have recently discovered that 
dragons don't actually just breathe fire. They speak prayers directly from the Book of Zorg. Without Zorg, dragons would be incapable of burninating anything. So praise Zorg. Citation needed. Tom, same question. I drink gasoline sometimes. Thank you, Tom. Next question for Pablo. Cobalt asks, how do you plan to live up to the high standard of inaction set by the previous mayor? Uh, oof. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, as we all know, the uh, current mayor is both uh, very good at not doing his job and uh, as a person who has to deal with... Uh, hold on. Okay, buddy. As you can see, uh, I have children, and uh, as they often keep me busy, uh, I will have little time for your petty problems while I solve my own children's petty problems. So if I can hurt a bunch of uh, ratty children, I think I can watch the Legion and keep them out of trouble as their mayor. Zenith. I like to sleep a lot. That's. I think we're gonna. I'm going to live up to the standard just fine, okay? And Puma. Well, see, unlike Kobold, I have an action plan. The Cat-Dragon Alliance, in which I occasionally post cute baby dragons to quell the SCP's rampage, and they provide drawings of cute animals. I will legitimize Rusky the Cat Dealer and liaise further with the Cat Dealing Union on further matters, and I have promised to donate all of my bones to puppers and assume a liquid form. There will also be a boneless pizza party to celebrate my victory. What is this Cat-Dragon Alliance? Well, you see... Cats and dragons, when you combine them, you get a new type of cute. And me and Zenith, we have a compromise that no matter who wins, as long as it's one of us, everyone wins. Factually incorrect. Next question for Zenith. Altair8800 asks, how will you address the shortage of side corn in the BPL Strategic Side Corn Reserve? We're going to need to grow a lot of corn, obviously. I'm thinking that's a good place to start. We're going to need to acquire land. There's plenty of that in New Zealand. I've got plenty to spare. Get some corn and grow it and put it on its side. Okay, Tom. Ah, dude, corn. I love corn. Uh, We got to plant more. Thank you, Tom. Puma. Well, you see, I promote corn hair. Corn hair is the best corn. And I believe that every legionnaire should have corn hair. Disturbing. Pablo? That's a very handsome question, Colberto. Uh, personally, uh, Sidecorn is a very important item to the Legion, and I personally enjoy mine grilled on the cob with some butter and a little bit of salt and pepper. It's, you know, delicious. And uh, not only will I grill our remaining Sidecorn reserves, uh, I will also get more by going and buying some at the local side corn market. And now I'm hungry. Next question for Tom. Tex asks, the meme tax has a lot of people. What with the meme economy spiraling? What is your stance on the status of the meme tax? Oh, yeah, dude. We need less meme tax because that means people can post more memes. And if people can post more memes, then they can be happy. Puma. That's a great question. Pablo. Uh, As you may know, our previous mayor, Cobalt, instituted a 300% tax hike in memes. Now, personally, I will not only 
cut that in half. Uh, I will put a meme tariff on terrible dated memes to keep the quality of memes within the BPL up to our highest standards of shitposting. High standards they are. Zenith. Well, as an artist, I am all about creative freedom. So under my leadership, the meme tax will be entirely abolished. Meme away all you want. See all the memes you want. There are no laws. Only meme. Boldly put. Next question for Puma. Ace Archer asks, how much will you, or what will you, or how much will you sell out for? What should checks be made payable to? I will sell my soul. I will sell other people's souls. And my PayPal is the same as my name. Excellent. Pablo. Hmm, that is a tough question. Now, it's said that only uh, inferior mayors, such as our current incumbent mayor, <coughs> Cobalt, uh, does such a poor job at being inadequate that they require a bribe. But I will do such a fantastic job as mayor that you won't even feel the need to bribe me. In fact, the only thing you can pay me are gifts of uh, appreciation, as I am that great of a mayor that you will want to shower me with gifts. Zenith. What, what would I sell out for? What would? That's a that's a strange question. I'm feeling kind of kind of foolish, mortal. Do not question me on such trivial matters. Such things are beyond your comprehension. I will not bear to such a level of degeneracy. Absolutely normal. No problems there. Tom. Just give me, like, fart noises. Go record a fart noise and then DM it to me on Discord, please. Thank you. Quick follow-up question. Zenith, what the hell? You dare try to contain me? You don't know what powers you play with, little mortal. Sounds like indigestion. Moving on... From an anonymous legionnaire, what colors do you all intend to make the legion names in Discord? Hot button issue. Zenith. In all honesty, I think the majority of people want the blue colors back. I would very much like to have myself as a nice pink color, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give everyone the blue back and hope to God, or to Zorg rather, that the mods give me a nice color. Pandering. Tom, same question. Mm. I really like a light blue for the Legion. I think that would look really good on the background. And then for myself, I'd probably do a brown, a nice shade of brown. On brand, Puma. Well, I have a similar stance to Seneth. However, I plan on having a three-second vote, and people can choose what color they want within three seconds before the mods force me to choose. I will sacrifice my own color for the Legion. Democratic. Pablo, are you here? Uh, I am. Uh, it appears that my communications have been sabotaged. It seems that some of our uh, less than savory candidates are scared of my raw charismatic power. But anyway, uh, as a uh, firm believer in equality for all Legionnaires, I would make the color orange to represent the bright flames of Zorg and how they burn within all of us and one day will burn us all to a crisp. And I, of course, will take the color purple, the color of, as you may know, royalty and uh, tacky dad socks, which of I have many. And that is all. Thank you. Follow-up question for you, Pablo. 
You mentioned sabotage of your communications. Are you accusing one of these candidates tonight of sabotaging your headset? Well, I'm not one to name names or point fingers, but uh, let's just say if my opponents have to resort to such petty means to silence me, they uh, are in for a bad time. Next question for Zenith. The Glock and Luger CMO asks, what plans would you put in place to stop the rapscallion fiend, Dr. Glocktopus, who spreads such salacious rumors about Glock and Luger products? Dr. Glocktopus? Put him straight on the barbie. Yep. Calamari. Done. A very culturally picked solution. Tom. Dr. Glocktopus? Dude, that dude is pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. Um, if we just like... You know, just try to befriend him instead of trying to throw him out. You know, I think it would be better. Everyone needs friends. That we do. Puma. Clearly, we just need to times the amount of guns by eight. And Pablo. Now, the Glocktopus is, uh, as you know, a very dangerous foe, for he has eight tentacles, and each of which has a weapon. So, as the mayor, I would find his arch enemy, the nine millimeter millipede, who, as you know, has a hundred guns, and hunt him down. Fighting fire with proportionately more fire. Frightening. This question from a Battletech pilot. What is your favorite stompy robot? Um, I'm a really big fan of Zoids. Someone remove this man from the building. Puma. I, I like Bender. He's kind of got my sort of um, personality. Blackjack hookers. Well said. Pablo. Now, giant robot is a pretty subjective term. But personally, in terms of giants and robots, I would have to say oh, Ultraman, of course, because he's giant and he saves Japan from giant monsters. Much like how I will save the BPL from its own madness. Excellent segue. Zenith? Steam-powered Dwimmer and Amunculi. Untouched for thousands of years. Very specific. Next question to Puma. This one from The Cookie Mama. What is your favorite type of cheese and why? That's a tough ask. I am a huge purveyor of cheese. I particularly like a certain ash brie that my local does. Um, brie, camembert, I'm, I'm a fan of Swiss. You know, I'm just a really cheesy person. Cheesy indeed. Pablo. Uh, well, I'm not much for your fancy highfalutin big city cheeses. Give me a good mozzarella or a all-American cheese that I can put on a burger and serve up to my fellow legionnaires, much like I'm going to serve up good memes and hilarity to them. Your pronunciation of mozzarella hurt me. Zenith. Buffalo feta. And finally, Tom. Ah, oh, dude, I like me a good pepper jack cheese. Just that little bit of spiciness really makes it for me, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Next question for Pablo. This one from an anonymous legionnaire. Why didn't you bribe us more? That's a very good question. Now, you see, Mr. Anonymous, if I were to try to bribe you, then somebody else would want to bribe, then the mods would want to bribe, then Cobalt would want to bribe. 
There's a very strategic and complicated way, and I won't waste your time going over the mathematical details of how it goes, but needless to say, those who acquired influence got their influence. I'm sure that person feels terrible now. Zenith. Well, I've never really been one for bribery or anything like that, but I think really it's more just that... Your puny lies have no meaning to me whatsoever. I have no interest in bribery. Tom? Uh, yeah, Zenith, can you say we require more minerals real quick? We require more minerals. Thanks. Uh, anyway, bribes, they're great. Everyone loves bribes. So, uh, you know, come get sushi or whatever. Finally, we have Puma. Same. Unoriginal. Next question for Zenith. This one from a drowned boy. Where were you when I needed you most? What a strange question. To think I would possibly care about the fate of a tiny little fragile mortal. Oh, I mean, that's horrible. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know. I didn't see what was happening. I'll do my best next time to be better. From a drowned boy, Tom. Where were you when I needed you most? I was probably drinking. Puma. Yeah, same. Pablo? Uh, actually, I have a uh, news update for you. Uh, t- uh, your drowned boy is actually right here. Say hi, kid. Hey, guys. Uh, tell them you didn't drown and they're all dumb. Tell them that you're alive and kicking. I'm alive and kicking. Uh, there you go. As you can see, I'm a hero who saves children, unlike uh, Vespine Gas Lady, Tom, and the other one. Thank you. Follow-up question for the child Pablo has in custody. Are you doing this against your will? No, my dad pays me Pokemon cards. Excellent. Next question for Tom Tombadil from Will the Tallywhacker. Would you rather fight five 20-ton mechs or 100-ton mech? Will the Tallywhacker? Dude, I love that guy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh... You know, I'd do the one because you can just throw like an EMP grenade at his feet and then take out his electronics, but that's just me. Puma. I think I'd fight the one just so that I could try and like sneak into the top and overtake it, and then I'd just have a giant fucking mech. Pablo. Uh, I would fight the one because, as you know, uh, I was once stationed in Japan where fantastical powers were bestowed upon me, and I would grow to the size of the giant robot and have an epic battle destroying half of Tokyo and thus saving the day. Zenith. Well, my single target damage isn't actually all that high. Um, My build is more focused around AoE attacks, so I think I'd rather take the 25. I think I'd have a much better chance against those. Thank you. Next question for Puma. This one from The Law. What should be made illegal? Uh, anyone other than me being meh. Boldly put. Pablo. What should be made illegal? Obviously, uh, terrible memes. Because, you know, we're the BPL. We are connoisseurs of your top shelf memory. And we can't have it watered down and solid with inferior memes. So, therefore, memes that don't meet the BPL's high standard of uh, hilarity will be banned. Zenith. Uh, horse crimes, horse theft, any sort of denouncing against horses. Um, his fireball did everything wrong, needs to be exposed. Do not be mean to horses. Tom. 
I think it should be illegal for 10 mil sockets to just leave on me all the time. They do that. Very specific. Follow-up question for Pablo. Two questions, as a matter of fact. The first, what standard? And the second, who would be making the standard? Uh, well, as you know, the BPL is full of many fine memeologists, and I would uh, spearhead a meme committee, so to speak, to come up with the standards and regulations that are so crucial to keeping the memes of our community pure. So not only would we have great memes, but all the great memeish minds in our community would have a say in it. So it wouldn't be my, as you know, one person shouldn't be in control of all the memes. A Rand Corporation of memes. Interesting. Next question for Pablo. This one from Psydoc. How will you remain accountable for your campaign promises? If so, what do you suggest is an appropriate punishment should you not? Ah, good question. Well, as you know, most of my campaign promises uh, mostly revolve around Dwarf Fortress videos. And again, if I'm elected, I will actually finish my Dwarf Fortress tutorial series. And that is a promise. And if I fail to do so, then I promise that Zenith will uh, draw art uh, that only costs exposure. And that's a promise. Oof. Zenith. In terms of keeping myself accountable, I think it's really down to the people to, to, um... What a fool you are! I'm a god! How can you keep a god accountable? What a brand of intoxicating innocence! Tom? Shit, I'm always around, man. You just send me a message. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Puma? Well, I have said that, you know, daily floof posts can increase by up to 100% under the right leadership. Now, I didn't say that was my leadership, uh, you know, and, you know, I, I can say that I'm going to give everyone the right color. And as long as I'm saying it, it's it's okay. So Words, not actions. It. Got it. Zenith, a follow-up question. Do you have a retort to Pablo's insinuation that you would work for, quote, exposure? Hmm. No. I have, no, I have no retort for this. I can give you a dragon fact, though. Did you know that guardian dragons, otherwise known as the standard European mountain dragon, are the origin of the hoarding stereotype? <laughs> These dragons go with an instinctive desire to collect and guard anything from treasure to ammunition to Thank you very much, Zenith. That meant nothing. Next question is for you. This one from an anonymous question submitter. If elected, what will you do about the furry menace currently harassing the BPL? I do have a haircut kit at home. We can get rid of that fur. We can deal with it. Tom. Uh, basically, I'm just like you do you, man. But if you bring that dog dick around here, you best be willing to get it chopped off. And can you uh, do me last next round? Because I got to go take a piss. Will do. <laughs> Puma. Well, see, I'm often mistaken for a furry. I'm just a cat girl. I think there's a difference. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to judge you for who you are as long as you just keep that shit away. And Pablo. Now, as a father of two and the owner of uh, a cat, uh, I have a bit of experience dealing with furred menaces and loud menaces. And I find a spray bottle and some loud mean noises are usually good enough to dissuade any sort of strange furry activity. Thank you. 
Follow-up question for Puma. What is the difference between a cat girl and a furry? Well, you see, some furries can be cat girls, but not all cat girls are furries. Interestingly put. Next question is for you. This one from The Cookie Mama. What will your first request to the mods be? And what percentage do you give that they'll actually do it? Puma, are you there? Well, the first obvious choice is there needs to be a cute animals spam channel. And the percentage, I'd say like 33.33%. All right. Pablo, same question. Hmm, good question. Uh... I would uh, ask for a official decree that every Sunday... To me. Oh my goodness, that was my child trying to interject again. To me. What? To me. I don't need you right now, buddy. Oh, here's five dollars. Go buy a soda. What do you need me? I go for... Anyway, uh, I would make every Wednesday uh, the official Dank Meme Wednesday, where everybody would be free to post all the dank memes they want. Zenith. You know, I'm pretty on board with the uh, cute animals channel that Puma recommended, but i got to say, I think, honestly, my very first request to the mods would be, please don't make me an awful colour. Pleading. And in, in terms of the percentage, uh, probably pretty low. Sub 20. Fairly put. Tom, are you done pissing? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm just shaking off right now. Anyways, I think I'm going to do like a open the crab factories thing. I think everybody likes crabs, so everybody needs the crabs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Not a clue. Next question goes to Pablo. This one from Striker. With the world in its current state of near chaos and confusion, I'm wondering, what is your stance on the limitations of Taco Tuesdays? Oof, uh, this is a uh, problem near and dear to my heart, as I am a big fan of tacos. Uh, sometimes I would wonder uh, if Taco Tuesday could be extended to both nachos and burritos. And now this might seem a little out there, but what about empanadas as well? Interesting. Zenith. I'm thinking Taco Tuesday could be expanded to other days as well. I mean, what's, what's the stop us from having a Taco Thursday or even a Taco Saturday? God, we could have taco every day. Tom. Yeah, tacos are cool, but 24 hours ain't enough to, uh, you know, fuel the old fart machine, if you know what I'm saying. So we need to expand that to at least like 48 hours or even 52 hours. Puma. Boy, do I have good news for you. I have been working on the latest and greatest Wayland yutani R&D experiment. Hard tacos that allow for easy stand-and-stuff filling that collapse on a molecular level into beautiful, tasty, soft tacos. The superior taco. Every voter gets a taco and a vote Puma bad. Puma, that did not answer the question. I like tacos. Thank you. Tom, a follow-up. You mentioned that there isn't enough time, that it could be extended to 48 or 52 hours. Are you saying it should be two days or more, or are you asking for the day to be extended? Just asking for the day to be extended, you know? That's fucking stupid, you know? We should have longer days so we can enjoy tacos longer, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Next question goes to Zenith. This one from Mattel. How much chaos will you bring as mayor? Entirely not enough, but I will do my best. Tom? 
fucking all of it, dude. All the goddamn chaos. All the goddamn heresy. Everything. <laughs> Puma. Full chaos. Brimstone and hellfire. Pablo. Hey guys, what's up? I have to cause trouble. I have to cause trouble. And if you like my dad, I'll, uh, he'll cause trouble. Uh, I don't hear them. Well, it's everyone else's computer. It's your turn to talk. Tell them, tell them robots are cool. Robots are cool. Demonstrating through action. Thank you, Pablo. Next question goes to Tom. This one from LolC4. Don't even know. How will you work to promote the interests of Zorg, be it offerings or sacrifices? Well, I really think that Zorg is great enough, so we should do more stuff that will remember Zorg. And LOL C4N, that was a great question, man. I think we should have three Pop-Tarts instead of two in every package. Puma. Well, upon my election, I've organized a spectacular fireworks display by blowing up a fireworks factory. It will be beautiful. Pablo. Uh, I think we spend a lot of time asking, what is Zorg and why is Zorg? But does anybody ever ask, how is Zorg? I feel like we get caught up sacrificing that we don't take his internal burning feelings of uh, infinite destruction and fire into account. Zenith. Fire cannot kill a dragon. I will become the, the fire. That is how I will praise Zorg best. And on a, on a spontaneous note, if the people were willing, we could potentially change the color to a very fiery orange. Stealing Pablo's ideas. Excellent. Next question to Puma. This one from someone named Stagger. Supposing your bid for mayor is successful, what sort of punitive actions would you take against those who stand amongst you this evening? Well, as I have said, me and Zenith have an agreement. However, Tom will be exiled and his farts will no longer plague the land. Very anti-Tom. Pablo. Uh, now, uh, as we all know, Tom's farts are a untapped natural resource. So uh, I would use him to his best effect. As for uh, my other two opponents, one who is apparently Dagather or something, uh, I would go on a crusade to find keening and sundering to destroy the heart and thus render her immortal powers mortal and defeat her to save all of Morrowind. Oh, and then I'd, I'd, I'd just ask if Zenith would draw me pretty pictures. Zenith? There is no escape. You cannot contain me. No recall or intervention can work in this place. Come, lay down your weapons. It is not too late for my mercy. Tom. Well, I wasn't going to take any punitive action against them. But now if they're trying to do shit to me, well, I got to do shit to them. Know what I'm saying? Well, you know, they're going to get put in the fart chamber and uh, they're just going to have to deal with that. Any candidates wish to respond to the threats just made against them openly. Tom, I thought we were friends. Why would you put me in the gas chamber? I'm trying to put your farts to use. My farts do not need to be used. They just need to be enjoyed. That's why you will enjoy them in the fart chamber. Uh, And as for Zenith, I'll have you know that I had to go to the Temple of Dusk, and I am blessed by Azora herself. So, 
Be careful with uh, your godlike powers there, Zenith Earth. That's wonderful. <laughs> Good for you. I don't want to go in the fart chamber. Please don't do that to me. Next question for Pablo. This one from PHW. If you had to sacrificially burn someone in the BPL, who would it be? Ah, good question. Well, if I wanted the most uh, sacrifices per capita, uh, I would probably go with Tom. No, not because I have any sort of hatred towards the man, but he is such a uh, pent-up source of methane gas that his body would explode and most likely kill all spectators, thus increasing the sacrifice tenfold. Zenith. I found a loophole, guys. You know, before I said fire can't kill a dragon. Okay, we burn me. We have infinite power. We're rich. Tom. You know, I really think that Canute would be a pretty good fucking burn, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Puma. I mean, is it really praising Zorg if you're not doing it yourself? Very noble. Next question for Zenith. This one from Gypsy the Duke Nukem. What will you do about our current mayor after this is over? There are whispers and rumors about a mayoral wood chipper, but I'm not entirely certain about their veracity. Wouldn't that hurt his chances at re-election? I'm not going to throw Cobalt in the mayoral wood chipper. The, the Dragon Cobalt Alliance is strong. Give, give Cobalt a hug. That's about it. Tom. Well, I would do my best to make sure that he has lots of hugs and kisses while he loses his mayoral position. Puma. I will continue to post baby lizards. And Pablo. Uh, just so you know, the uh, mayoral woodchipper is uh, out of commission for the time being. Uh, we tried to throw Captain Obvious into it before and it kind of jammed. So right now it's more like a uh, pit of acid. But uh, unfortunately, pH isn't high enough to cause any sort of long-term damage. It just kind of gives you a red burn. But uh, I would put Cobalt to work in the acid mines as his uh, tiny hands can get into his little nooks and crannies. And, uh, of course, I would let him continuously post his cute little lizards and amphibians because we like frogs and lizards. Follow-up question for Zenith. You mentioned the Cobalt Dragon Alliance. How many alliances are there? So far, we only have the Cobalt and the Cat Alliances. But the dragons are open to alliances with all kinds of forces. Next question for Tom. This one from Anonymous. If you were elected mayor, what are you going to do to ensure that Tex takes his medicine and sleeps on time? Takes his medicine? Shit, is he sick or something? Just the question, Tom. Oh, no, I give him, like, some milk or something. That always helps me sleep. Pablo. Uh, as a uh, legionnaire for some time now, uh, I've had my fair share of uh, text wrangling nights. It is not the most glamorous job, as text usually hits you in the head with a whiskey bottle and hides from you. But uh, I'm pretty good at coaxing them out with uh, bottles of whiskey and cooked steak. And if I have to get mean, I will threaten to cook his steak well done. But that's, of course, a last resort. Absolutely horrifying. Zenith. I will, um, sing him a song. I'm in a wee bit of shell shock, but I'm going to compose myself and ask the next question. This one to Puma, again from Anonymous. What is your stance on gravy as a beverage? 
I, I, I'm I like gravy. I could guzzle like a liter of gravy. What see the video live upon my election? A promise made, Pablo. I'm a little on the fence about gravy because if we accept gravy as a beverage, what's going to stop something like mayonnaise or sour cream as a beverage? We have to draw the line somewhere. I think it's somewhere between gravy and uh, Mountain Dew. Combined, awful. Zenith. It's a bit of an atrocity that we can't buy pints of gravy at the moment, honestly. I feel like that's something we need to resolve. And Tom. Hey, it's uh, me, Tom Tombadil. Everyone's dumb. Don't vote for me. Wow. Very rude of you, Tom. Hey, wait. Hold up. Next question goes to Pablo. This one from Anonymous. A number of candidates this season were found guilty of printing their own text coin. What will you do to see justice is carried? Ah, oh, yes, the great text coin uh, uh, debacle. Well, as many of you may know, I have my own currency as well, the Pablo Peso. It's about 1,000 Pablo Pesos for every text coin. But in order for a text coin to be legal, they have to print it out. Mail it to text, text has to sign it, they have to scan it again, and then their text coin will be legitimate. Zenith. I think you'll find that all the text coins are actually just filled with chocolate, which kind of makes them even better. That doesn't answer the question, Zenith. No, but I do like chocolate coins. Tom. Assuming that is his response, Puma. Uh, yes, I too like, like chocolate coins, but you know, I'm going to eat all the chocolate coins and then you know what? I'm bringing back Dogecoin. We miss Dogecoin. Next question for Zenith. This one, again, from Anonymous. If you could eat a slice of Swedish banana curry pizza and have a trolley run over no one, or pull a lever and have the trolley run over five people and the pizza... What would you eat that evening instead of the pizza? I'm not going to lie. That doesn't even sound that horrible. I, <laughs> I eat Marmite straight from the jar, okay? You can't scare me with food. A monster indeed. Tom. What would I eat instead? I don't know. I like Captain Crunch with the crunch berries in it. Puma? Well, see, obviously I would eat Vegemite out of the jar because Vegemite is superior to Marmite. Marmite is weaker and therefore suggests a weaker candidate. It also pollutes the salty, malty, umami goodness with a weird sweetness. It's like dumping sugar syrup into the perfect bone broth. The perfect bone broth. Pablo. Uh, I'm not going to go think this uh, crikey or shrimp on the barbie talk. Uh, I would have a nice steak cooked medium rare with a side of side corn also grilled with some butter, and I would have a nice glass of beer to wash it down with. And for dessert, I would have a whiskey and cigar. Delicious. This question for Tom. This one from the Anti-Robot Party of America. Robot attacks have been on the rise. People tell us about your plans to curtail robot plans versus we meet people. Please. Never mind, I had a stroke. Please tell us about your plans to curtail robot plans versus we meet people. You remember that movie, I, Robot, with Will Smith? Well, it's going to be something like that, because I fucking hate robots. Puma. Huh, 
Yes, us meat people. Uh, down with robots. Yes. Boop, boop. Pablo? Uh, are there any robots listening now? And if so, this statement is false. Zenith. I'm, uh, I'm somewhat concerned about our announcer's well-being, but in terms of the robots, I, I for one, welcome our, our robot overlords. I think we're going into a better age. Follow-up question for Puma. Are you a robot? I cannot answer. Thank you, possible robot. Next question is for Puma. This one from Sleepy Pete. Do you have a license for this campaign? Well, of course. I'm the one that's going to be ensuring that cat dealing is a fair trade. I will be ensuring that the unions are fit and that, yeah, cats. I like cats. Sorry, what was Pablo. Do I, uh, uh, well, fortunately for me, unlike a uh, country that still has a queen, I live in America where we are free to eat as many cheeseburgers and french fries and Coca-Cola and whiskey and marijuana cigarettes as we want. So uh, he can take his queen and his various uh, licenses and he could uh, stick them where his terrible food goes. Zenith. I can do what I want. And Tom. Well, normally I'd be like, yeah, I have this fake license, but I gotta go with Pablo and say I'm proud to be an American. Well, at least I know I'm free. Follow-up question for Tom. Can you continue the song? And I won't forget the man died to give that right, right to me. And I proudly stand up next to you and God bless the U.S. Hey. Uh, can we just have a round of applause for that beautiful rendition? Thank you, Tom. I feel awkward being the only one who clapped. This question for Pablo from an anonymous submitter. Buttbot and Mr. Tex are both dangling precariously from a ledge with only 30 seconds left until they both fall. You can only save one, and Buttbot is looking at you with those sad Buttbot eyes. Who do you save? Uh, remind me again the uh, technical specifications of Buttbot. A robot that is also a butt. Ah, so uh, as Buttbot is made by the finest minds the BPL has to offer, a mere 30-foot drop is uh, a joke to him. Uh, I would stand back and watch them both fall, and I would uh, laugh. I don't know. I'd save text because Buttbot's a robot, and he'd just land and boop, boop, fart, butt. Zenith. I, I want to recreate that scene from Terminator, so I'll, I'll save text, and then we watch Buttbot fall and do the thumbs up as he slowly goes down into the, into the magma. Tom. You ever heard someone fart through a walkie-talkie? Are you asking? No. Yeah. Well, I imagine that's what it, the butt bot sounds like. <laughs> Puma. Well, I think that the best course of action is to let butt bot fall and then cushion Texas fall and then make sure that I have my camera out for the entire pro- This question for Zenith from Motormouth Jamie. 
During the last election, multiple candidates, including the winner, promised that the Legion's military would be focused upon Argentina, specifically the Falklands. Will you too be stirring up our jingoist souls to no avail too? Or will you finally pick up on this promise? Not going to lie, I'm not sure why we're targeting Argentina specifically. Um, jeez. <laughs> Do what you want. Tom. <laughs> More like the fartlands, am I right? <laughs> Puma. <laughs> Pablo. Oh, yes. As uh, someone who's played many hours of Crusader Kings 2, unfortunately... <laughs> The previous mayor, uh, mayor failed to fabricate the uh, causes belly to uh, invade them. So at uh, the risk of being excommunicated by the Pope of Zorg, uh, I will hire someone to do a better job at fabricating that claim so that we may attack them. Thank you. Next question to Tom. This one from Dr. Killinger. New York, Detroit, or Chicago-style pizza? Uh, I'm going to have to say Detroit because I really like the squares, and I'm a, mo- I'm a bigger fan of the pan crust than the deep dish or the thin crust. You know what I'm saying? Puma. Look, I got to say I'm a thin crust person, but Aussie pizza, best pizza. Pablo? Now, Colberto, my friend, you are a New Yorker. Uh, we all know that Chicago deep dish is just a casserole. Uh, Detroit pizza is a great way to get shot. And the only true pizza is New York-style pizza. Any other pizza is either a uh, pale imitation or uh, just not that good. The correct answer. Zenith. I'm also more of a thin crust person. Uh, But I gotta say, also like a a calzone. A little bit subversive, but calzones are pretty good. Follow-up question for Puma. What is Australian pizza, and does it involve koalas? It is upside-down pizza, as you would think. It's, it's sort of like if you try to make a calzone, but 180. And does it involve koalas? No, we only saw drop bears. Not actually pizza. Got it. Next question goes to Puma. This one from Not A Bot. Butts or farts? Which is funnier? And why? You're putting me on the spot here. I mean, look, if you ask me butts or boobs, the answer's obviously butts. So, but if you ask me butts or farts, it's got to be butts. Yeah, it's always butts. Butts always. Butts always. Pablo. Hmm. Kind of one of those uh, chicken and egg type questions. But uh, the fart itself has momentary hilarity as it wops and... Uh, invades people's nose holes but the butt is the source of farts therefore it creates more and therefore more hilarity so scientifically speaking the butt is the funnier one zenith <laughs> but go jiggle and tom well i think it's obvious what i'm gonna say i think that the fart is the <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fight is uh, I think the fight is probably the most funny thing that you could do. Well put. This question for Pablo from F King Legion 
how many calories need to be consumed for proper violence? Mm, that's a good question. Now, it depends on the type of violence. Now, if it's uh, physical violence, uh, it requires a great deal. I'd say about 2,000. As a, it is a physically taxing ordeal. However, if it's more of your modern, say, shoot 'em up type violence, um, not as much as it really only requires a pull of the trigger, even though the uh, recoil, depending on the type of gun, the recoil could uh, potentially damage the body, so you need calories for that. But I'd say about uh, a 2,000 calorie diet should be sufficient for uh, violence. Zenith. Well, when the Roman legions were marching, they consumed about 6,000 calories a day on average by historical records. So I think 6,000 is a good starting benchmark. Plenty of room for lots of violent activities with that. Tom. Well, as you know, I'm an extra, extra thick man. So I need to consume at least 10,000 calories a day in order to um, put the maximum amount of violence into my system. Puma. Well, you see, it's not the calories that you need to worry about. It's it's the energy, the, the kilojoules. So a diet of Australian pizza and then, of course, making sure that you keep your dopamine levels high with seeing cats. Direct statistics from my Minister of Health. Did you know that having cats lead to a 30% reduction in heart attack risk? Voting cats leads to a happier, healthier legion. Next question to Zenith. This one from a concerned commissar. What exactly is heresy? It's a difficult one to define. I think heresy is something that affects us all on a very personal level. Any more to that? No. Tom. Dude, that's when someone comes in and starts posting like furry shit in the Discord, and then you post your heresy memes. (laughs) Because people like you when you post the heresy memes. Puma. A dyslexic chocolate kid's addict's worst nightmare. And Pablo. Oh, isn't that that place uh, up in Pennsylvania that makes the candy? Uh, I've been to their amusement park once or twice. Not the best, as I'm more of a roller coaster type of guy. And they didn't have many. It was mostly just fat tourists. But uh, they make mediocre chocolate, and anybody who enjoys it has terrible taste in chocolate. Tom, this question starting with you from Anonymous. Why aren't all cars manual? Because girls don't know how to drive manual. <laughs> Puma? He, he right. You right. Pablo? Now, uh, as far as I can recall, Manuel is a masculine name. And traditionally, cars are named after women, such as, uh, I guess, how they use hooker names too. But uh, yeah, Manuel is a uh, masculine name and typically not used to name a vehicle. It's not even that much. It's not even that good of a name, anyways. So I don't know why would you name your car Manuel. Faster, Manuel, faster! Vroom, vroom! Etc. Etc. Zenith. To make it easier for kobolds to drive them, they only have little hands. Follow-up question for Pablo: Is the drowned child okay? Uh, yes. It's uh his bedtime, and he is tired and falling asleep in my lap. Say hi, buddy. I'm starving. You're starving? Yes, because you haven't cooked my food. Well, you had dinner. You just didn't eat it all. Is the child being fed, Pablo? Uh, yeah, we had jambalaya for dinner. He has, uh, <laughs> oh God, look at all the hatred. Uh, as many children 
his age. He is an ins- much like the buddy Zor. He's an insatiable, uh, endless pit that just burns calories. Was the jambalaya I- cooked? I heard him saying that food wasn't cooked. Uh, it was cooked, and he ate it. And it is nine o'clock, and he's hungry because he's bored. CPS is on speed dial. All right, Sam, say hi, everybody. No. That is a very tired child. Next question for Puma. This one from Liar. How will you make certain that we get visual confirmation of Discount Dan's cat being safe and well fed? Pablo? Uh, bribery and threats of violence against him. Etc. Etc. Also, I'm not the best person to ask because apparently my children are also hungry and yelling at me. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go find my belt for a second. Zenith. Threats of violence, bribery, you know, all good options that we've covered. I think that's really the only way to get through to him sometimes. Th- thanks. Tom? Skitty, come here. Come here, Kitty. Oh, yes. Next question for Pablo. This one from Psydoc. Farts are filled with methane. Methane leads to global warming. Global warming is bad. Tom enjoys farts. Is Tom bad? Oh, yes. You're uh, oof, an ethics question. Yeah, I think I'm getting like a C in that class right now. But uh, is Tom bad? Well, uh, does he warn people before he farts? Or is he like the uh, fat kid at Walmart who just like walks down the aisle letting them rip without any cares in the world? That's the real question you got to ask yourself. Those kids, are just, then they just look at you and smile as the uh, air wafts. But uh, no, Tom. Plus, Tom's a real American, and it is his God-given right to pollute our air uh, with his farts. But it is also our God-given right to pollute his air as well. So I say, fight fire with fire. Zenith. Tom is not bad. Tom is funny, isn't he? You're all so easily distracted. Run along, listen to some farts. Vote for Tom. An endorsement for Tom. Interesting. Tom. Well, you know, just like Michael Jackson, I'm bad. Puma. Well, look, cows also produce a lot of methane, and I I wouldn't be able to post baby cows if it weren't for that methane. The problem is that Tom is on a whole another level. Tom's rise to success has left him morally corrupt. Farting in an elevator is wrong on so many levels. Follow-up question for Tom. You've been accused of farting in an elevator. How do you respond? Yeah, I did that. So what? Who gives a fuck? Next question for Pablo. This one from Anonymous. You win a billion-dollar lottery jackpot. Describe the BPL missile silo and surrounding compound. Oof. uh, Good question. Uh... As I have, as some of you may know, uh, and have thanked me for my cervix, uh, I'm a veteran as well, so I know a thing or two about missile sites. And uh, I would have the missile site installed, but inside I would fill it with elaborate booby traps and, I guess, some sort of pool table and a uh, pinball machine. Zenith. It's real big. It's casual Friday every day. We do a lot of barbecues. It's a nice place. Good place to work. Quick follow-up, will there be shrimp on that Barbie? If it is so desired. It's a big stuff. We've got a lot of barbecues. A lot of things to put on those barbecues. What do you think this is? Tom. 
as long as like the the warhead is full of those warhead candies, I don't really care. Um, I don't know. Sniper's pretty cool. Puma. First of all, putting shrimp on the Barbie is our thing, and at the same time, it's it's prawns on the Barbie. I just need to get that right. Now, obviously, we're all going to live in a massive five-story bouncy castle, and there's going to be clowns. This question for Zenith from Psydoc. Why are dogs superior to cats and horses? Tom. Well, dog, I mean, fuck. Uh, cats and horses, they can't go a woo. So I would say that is the reason why that they are better than them in that regard. But on another level, I think they are all good in their own way. Puma. Pablo. Hmm, this is a tough question. As you see, uh, doggos are awesome and affectionate, but horses also make fine glue and paintbrushes and meatballs, so it's kind of a toss-up. This question for Tom from Anonymous. What makes a sandwich a sandwich? Is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Well, I think if you have two pieces of a good old boy flatbread that you got from Myers, then you put the meat in there and stuff, that would make it a sandwich. But if you were to go ahead and call uh, a hot dog a sandwich, then I think you're just trying to stir up trouble and you should be a, you should just leave because you just, you're just trying to, you're just trying to stir up shit, you know what I'm saying? Puma. Well, see, a traditional hot dog is enclosed on the bottom, and therefore it's not between two pieces of bread. It's between one piece of bread. So I would say that no, a traditional good hot dog is not a sound. Pablo. No, it depends on uh, how much of a purist you are in the sandwich department, because technically an ice cream sandwich is a sandwich. A Pop-Tart is a sandwich. But we live in a society with laws, and as such, is a hot dog a sandwich? Well, vote for me, and we shall find out together. Zenith. Interesting points raised by everyone. Uh, According to the sandwich alignment chart, though, the hot dog is in fact a true neutral sandwich, both ingredient neutral and structure neutral. So I think depending on your alignment, we can indeed agree that a hot dog is a form of sandwich. Controversial. Next question, starting with Puma. Sunny D asks, what do you think about corgis? I heckin' love corgis. Corgis are great. Did you know that corgi posting can increase by up to 100% under the right leadership? Vote Puma. Pablo. Uh, I think corgis are adorable, and anybody who says otherwise is a terrible person. Zenith. They're so long because they got to fit all that love in their body somewhere. Tom. Dude, I love those stumpy little legs. I'm not going to die, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Next question for Pablo. From Stagger. Which one of you has been sneaking around my place at night and keeps hiding my keys? I need them to get to work. Damn it, Stagger. You got to stop trying. To, you don't have a job. You just get drunk. And at four in the morning, you say, oh, I got to go to work. And by work, you mean Taco Bell. And last time we did it, you got like a taco supreme and you claw with the toilet. Zenith. 
I needed them for my hoard of very shiny things. I'm sorry. I, I can give them back. Tom? I ain't no motherfucking snitch. Fuck you. Puma? It was Tom. Tom, do you have a response? Fuck you. Next question goes to Zenith. This one from Will the Tallywhacker. Could God microwave a burrito so hot that even he could not eat it? Good question. Fundamental question. Been asked a lot of times. Anything more? Is there really an answer to it? Or is it more of an eternal question that must be left as it is? Some things must remain mysteries. Tom. This one time I drank a burrito in college. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Puma. I think heat is really just a social construct, and it's it's stopping us from praising Zorg the way that we should. If 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 a burrito is too hot for you, then you you're not praising Zorg. And Pablo. Ah uh, yes. Uh, could he? Uh, well, I believe the uh, paradox is meaningless. The question is more of sophistry. Because you see, uh, could he create a burrito that's so hot? Well, he could possibly create an incarnation of himself where it is too hot. But being the omnipotent being he is, uh, I don't think so. Plus, if we're talking about Zor, he wouldn't microwave the burrito so hot. He would uh, destroy it in righteous fire, leaving no burrito for anybody. So I think that's the real answer. Is the burrito's a lie? Insightful. Follow-up for Tom. What? Motherfucker, you heard me. I drank a goddamn burrito. Do you doubt my powers? We'll move on to the next question. This one for Tom from Anonymous. What underhanded methods have you used to gain an advantage over the other candidates? If there are none, what's your excuse? Well, I did pay that one girl to, you know, make my mayoral video for me, basically. There's this one time I gave. Tang to Psyduck and he said I will follow you always and forever so he's probably going to vote for me too and then the other day I told Diggs I would give him a shitload of tunas because bears can't really go down to the ocean and get tunas out of the ocean they can only get salmon so they don't really know the the full extent of what tuna would taste like so I went and got him some, and then he was like, dude, this is, like, really good. And I was like, isn't it? I fucking love tuna, right? He's like, yeah. Puma. I'm sorry, what was the question? After that, I'm not too sure. Do I like tuna? Forbidden tuna is the best tuna. What underhanded methods have you used to gain an advantage over the other candidates, and if none, why? Uh, I'd say my local crowdsourcing, I went around making sure that delegates knew about the elections and knew about the best leader. Pablo. Hmm. Well, uh, I haven't had to use any underhanded tactics because my raw charisma and sexual power is more than enough to convince people to vote for me. Zenith. Such things are beyond your comprehension. Okay, next question for Puma from Anonymous. Why did the dad party never come back from picking up milk and or cigarettes? See, the dad party's motives are questionable. As the Aussie icon John Farnham sang, we're all someone's daughter, we're all someone's son, but we aren't all dads. I speak for all. 
As a dad, Pablo likely wouldn't allow you to have pets until you've proven yourself responsible. I promise all the pets every day and take full responsibility. It's a win. Pablo? Have you been to the store lately? Like, I had to go to Walmart today or the other day, and there was a line outside, and all I needed was milk and cigarettes, and I just, it, it was it was chaos, all right? Because, you know, your mother's not going to go to the store, and God help you if anyone around the house does anything, because I'm the only one who ever does anything. But, uh, yeah, fucking, I hate going to the store right now because of the whole coronavirus. Plus, I try to be responsible and limit my time going to the store. I don't know who wrote this question, but obviously... Uh, they are pro-coronavirus. Zenith. Clearly, I was just just not a good enough child. I'm sorry, Dad. Self-deprecating. Tom? <laughs> Next question to Pablo. This one from Ace Archer. Are we there yet? Honestly, uh, I feel like there's a, a lot of... Uh, anti-dad party bias in these questions. This is the second one targeted to me. And uh, as I said before, Sport, we'll get there when we get there. Stop asking. Go back to playing your Game Boy. Zenith. No, we'll we'll never be there because we're always here. Tom. Motherfucker, you see the goddamn Google Maps. Don't fucking come at me with that goddamn question. Puma. (laughs) Adorable. Zenith. From Anonymous. I'm afraid of the bees in my goddamn attic. What will you do about that? I will eat the bees. Every last one of them. Tom. Well, bees, they're good for the environment, so I think that we need to just bring in a specialist and get them out of there so that they can make delicious honey for everybody. I love honey. Puma. I will start a campaign to ensure that we stop using anti-bee language because when you are confronted with a blessing of bumbles, you wish bees could vote. And Pablo. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with the previous candidate. I am not a big fan of this anti-bee language. All right, so you got these people whining like, oh, I'm allergic to bees. What they really mean to say is they haven't accepted the love for bees yet and their body reacts accordingly. And other things such as, holy shit, that bee has a gun, should be instead met with, I'm proud of that bee for expressing his rights. This question for Tom from Anonymous. If you were a breed of dog, what kind would you be? Uh, you know, probably a basset hound. Dude, I love basset hounds. They're so cute. They're like a corgi, but like a big old sausage and the stumpy little legs and a big old dog hands. I love me some big old dog hands, man. Holy shit. Puma. You know, those low snoofers, they're my favorite boofers. Good doggers. 10 out of 10. Pablo. Uh, I'm partial to the mutt, you see. They may not be the prettiest, but they are. They have better genetic diversity. They don't have to worry about things such as hip dysplasia or needing a C-section like some hoity-toity, uh, Fancy breeds. Zenith. That's a very valid point about the, the mutts being a lot more genetically stable. And I have to say, it's, it's really a question of, you know, all dogs are good dogs. How can I possibly be expected to pick one breed? But if I had to, it'd be a greyhound because they're really cute and they sleep all day and I love them so much. Biased, as always. This question for Puma from the Spaceman's Union. What are your favorite and least favorite jobs on Space Station 13? Well, look, I, I'm a medical officer. I usually go for CMO, and I 
then just be a roboticist and make butt butts. Least favorite, least favorite, probably limbless mime. That wasn't fun. Limbless mime does not get you anywhere. Pablo. Uh, I'm partial to the geneticists because I hand out hilarious fart powers, such as the uh, thermonuclear fart, which destroyed all of medical that one time, as well as playing the head of personnel because I like to give people all access for doing hilarious things. Uh, my least favorite would have to be security because only failed gray tiders and little bitches play sec. Zenith. I gotta say, I think the kitchen cooking roles are actually a lot of fun as well as the engineering stuff because hell burns fuck yeah in terms of least favorite stuff um i wouldn't honestly know no there can never be enough cooks though Boomer, i see that too many cooks would beg to differ tom probably my most favorite position is uh the corporate liaison because that means that you can go to the big company and tell them yeah, we, this guy's a dick. And then the company's like, yeah, we agree, so we're going to remove them from the station. And also the corporate liaison videos are the best videos of the Black Fence Legion YouTube channel. And then my least favorite would be, like, clown, because all you do is run around and people just kill you. Or you give yourself an atomic swirly and die. This next question for Pablo from a scared eight-year-old. When I put my Paschetti in the microwave, the lightning bolt shooted out. Why did that happen? Well, uh, that is a great question, Sport. And as I've told you before, uh, that lightning bolt are flavor bolts. You see, that's how you tell that it is cooking right and it's going to be delicious because it is shooting off bolts of flavor. And if you use the microwave one more time without asking, I'm going to beat your ass. Zenith. Tell you know the microwave's doing its job well. There's absolutely nothing wrong. I don't see why anybody would think this. Tom. Well, clearly the answer is dragons. Dragons make lightning from their mouths. And there's a fucking dragon hiding in your goddamn microwave, dude. Puma. Congratulations, kid. You've just come up with the base for my Thunderdome. Interesting. Zenith, this question for you. Two dogs in a trench coat ask, what's better? Star Trek or Star Wars? Can I just pet the dogs? I just want to pet the dogs. I want to take the trench coat off and I want to pet the dogs. Tom. Space is cool. Puma. I think the obvious answer is Starship Troopers. I'm doing my part. Pablo. Oof, that's a good question. You know, I've always thought that the world of Star Wars is like the future of where like all the cool people died in like the uh, genetic wars because they're all like these dorks who listen to classical music and have concerts in their free time. But uh, Star Trek also, or Star Wars is also kind of uh, weird because it, all the edgy goth kids like it because they think they could be Sith Lords. Ooh, oh, look at me. I'm so sad and emotional. So I think the correct answer as to the best uh, one would have to be Firefly. This question for Zenith from the BPL Secret Police. Explain why you should be mayor in exactly two words. No more, or you'll regret it. You can't fucking stop me. <laughs> I'll be mayor because it's a nice idea and I will draw lots of beautiful dragons for everyone on a daily basis. Tom. I farted. Puma. Free pizza. Pablo. Taco Tuesday will be twice a week. Two people follow the question. Next question for Puma. This one from Totally Not Sleepy Pete. 
How many magma would you rate your ability to govern, and why is that? Uh, look, I'd, I'd say at least a 5.6 on the magma scale, um, and the reason for it is I'm just too damn hot. Too damn hot. Pablo? That is a good question, because you see, magma is a pretty, uh, pretty broad thing, but what we do know is that, uh, according to my kids, in this game called Minecraft... Uh, you can fit an entire bucket full of lava. Now, you see, lava is a volume, so if you find out how much you put into a bucket and uh, find the cube root of that, you'll find the exact value for exactly one magma. And using that, you can find an adequate answer to your inane question. Zenith. A lot of magma, to put it shortly. The dragon blood gives me a lot of ability to control the magma. And Tom. There's molten brown magma in my pants. Zenith, question from Not Tom Tombadil. Is Diggs the cutest mod? He is a bear, so I have to say yes. Tom. <laughs> oh, man. I love Diggs. He's the cutest mod. Puma. I mean, Diggs is a pretty cute mod, but you can't discount the frogs, tanks, and, and potatoes. Pablo. Uh, now, Diggs is a good friend of mine and uh, quite proud of his uh, Ursine nature. So I don't know how he would feel about us calling him cute. Uh, maybe a uh, fine omnivore and an eater of salmon and a uh, ferocious uh, person eating machine. But uh, as for cutest, I would have to say uh, Gray, because he's French, and French people are hilarious. Lots of snubs tonight. This question for Tom from Cobalt. Do you have a plan to deal with the cricket infestation in the mayor's office started by Jiggles? Well, see, that's a tough question to answer, since I don't really know a shitload about crickets. But uh, I'll probably call someone and have him come and get him out, like, I think Cobalt really likes to eat crickets, so, yeah. <sighs> Puma. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the problem should already be taken care of by the time I move in. Cobalt will have taken care of the mess, and if there's any left, then I get to take photos of them and post them. Crickets can be cute. Pablo. Uh, this is obviously more Jiggles propaganda, because as you know, Cobalt being a cobalt, uh, uh, sorry, there I had a stroke there or a senior moment. Uh, he enjoys eating crickets, and to suggest that his muddy mayoral appetite would not be enough to eat all those crickets is a lie, and therefore more jiggles propaganda. Zenith. I think I can take advantage of the situation to expand my praying mantis collection. Uh, they do like eating crickets, among other bugs, so more crickets equals more mantises. Problem solves itself. Question for Puma from Funkatron. I demand there be more funk. How will you make this happen? Clearly, we put cats in, like, sort of Hawaiian shirts and, like, flare pants and probably sunglasses, and then we put it to, like, solid 80s music. Pablo. 
So, uh, I want to do this funky singer playing in a rock and roll band, and uh, he never had a problem burning down the one-night stands. And But then everyone around me got the feeling so low, so I decided quickly to uh, disco down and check out the show where they were dancing and singing and moving to the grooving. And that's when it hit me. Somebody turned around and shouted, play that funky music, white boy. Play that funky music right. Play that funky music, white boy. Lay down the boogie and play that funky music till you die. And those words have stuck by me my entire life. A formative moment indeed. Question for Pablo from Banana. If the Michelin Tire Man had Pillsbury Doughboy's child, would Pillsbury Doughboy have to pay child support in pastries or tires? Uh, that is a good question, and uh, uh, yeah, that's more of a biology question. And as many of you know, uh, chemistry is my more of my bailiwick. Uh, but I would have to say uh, about fifty-fifty. Uh, you know, half in tire goods and the other half in uh, unmarked pastries. Seen it. I gotta say, I'm a little concerned as to where the pastries would be coming from if Doughboy was paying in them. So I think I'm gonna pick pastries just for that pure curse energy. Tom, that's wild, dude. No, I think you just have to pay him money. Everybody know that Pillsbury Doughboy got money. You know what I'm saying? Puma. Well, I mean, I think it's quite concerning that you think that they're gonna break up in the first place. Like that's a love romance that cannot be broken. Next question for Zenith. This one from Anonymous. What is your solution for dealing with the cobalt menace? Obviously, we have to build a lot more cobalt-related infrastructure. We can't just let them die. They're too cute. We have to bring them in and teach them our ways. Look after the cobalts. Join with the cobalts. It's the only way forward. Tom. Listen, I'm going to be real with you right now. The cobalts, they're a lot like the Native Americans in America right now. They're not gonna they're not gonna have a lot of room, but they're just gonna have to deal with what they got, you know what I'm saying? Puma. Well, clearly there's only one cobalt that needs to be taken care of and I'm just gonna lay out a bunch of bugs in a line leading into Tom's gas chamber. And Pablo. Oh, yes, the cobalt menace. Now, traditionally, the uh, best way to do it would be to uh, speak to the local innkeeper and spread the rumor that the local magistrate is offering a reward of a 100 gold coins for the eradication of the cobalt menace. Therefore, a low-level party uh, who is staying at the inn will ask the barkeep for any uh, rumors and they will undertake this quest and uh, defeat the kobolds for us at the low, low price of 100 Texcoin. This question for Tom from Banana. Why does Colborbo like Papa John so much? How many more questions is there, man? I, I, I want to go watch Police Academy. This question for, well, actually, Zenith, you still have to respond. Never mind yeah, me, I I'm do. losing my mind. Well, you know, as mayor, I don't believe I can really speak for any of my people. So, really, I have to turn the question back on you. Why do you like Papa John so much? That's an excellent question. Uh, I was going to follow up at the end. The answer is 
I don't. So, Banana, shut up. Next question for Puma. This one from Anonymous. Please explain why Australia is better than New Zealand. Well, I have already explained the reasons why Vegemite is superior to Marmite, but also Australia actually has more sheep than New Zealand, and with that I can promise up to a 100% increase in baby lamb posts. Australia also has more dangerous animals that can be armed to defend the BPL. The scariest native animal Seneth has is the Kia parrot, and he just likes to eat the rubber off car windows. It's a glorified ibis. Pablo. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't understand any of that uh, Australian speak that the previous candidate had to say, but uh, New Zealand is the home of Middle Earth, which means it is the home of orcs and smog and uh, the One Ring. Meanwhile, uh, the Australia has uh, Crocodile Dundee to protect it, as well as the legacy of Steve Irwin and his children to protect them. Now, I'm not sure how good Steve Irwin would be at uh, throwing the one ring into the volcano, but he seems to have the uh, purity of heart to uh, do it. So that's where my money would be. Zenith? Well, the uh, the West Island, otherwise known as Australia, is a pretty damn scary place. Gets pretty hot, pretty scorching. New Zealand, by contrast, we don't have any natural predators. It's a very safe place to live. Uh, we have a lot of second breakfast, so... Plenty of good hobbit food. Sort of speaks for itself, doesn't it? Tom. Bloody Australia's got more utes in it, in it, eh? Okay. Uh, Puma, how do you react to Zenith? With vile disgust, but that's just normal. And Zenith? I'm so hurt. What the fuck, Puma? <laughs> how do I react to me or how do I react to Puma? Next question. Concerned citizens, Zenith, ask... Candidates, can you explain how you funded your campaign and the location of the missing BPL Fartonium Reserve? Missing Fartonium Reserve? I'm, uh, I've got no idea what you're talking about. My campaign was funded purely by horses and dragons, obviously. I draw all of my own pictures. Yep, that's how I fund Tom. Yeah, I took that motherfucking Fartonium, man. I didn't sell it for money, though. I do have it, though, and I'm holding on to it. Until it's the most valuable. And then I will release it upon this world. Puma. I funded my campaign on kittens, hugs, hopes, and dreams. So I'm just going to blame it on Tom. And Pablo. You know, it's interesting that right when Tom uh, announced his candidacy for mayor, that the Fartonium reserves went missing. Uh, not only that, a uh, completely unbiased uh, scientific panel that I personally funded and headed uh, stated that Tom uses anabolic farts and therefore uh, lacks the intestinal uh, fortitude to create his own farts. So you, you take that information however you wish. This question for Tom from the concerned mothers of BPL members. As a mother, I cannot abide the color yellow. How could they do that? Does anyone think of the children? Yellow's pretty cool. I don't know. Puma. I mean, yellow is remarkably the worst color. And I think that it, we it's blue or bust. Pablo? Hmm, the color yellow is a pretty, uh, pretty lame color. And honestly, it's also the color of pee. I mean, do you really want BPL to be associated with pee? Because we have enough trouble with farts. 
So, yeah, let's go with a better color like Periwinkle or Mother of Pearl. Zenith. I'm a little bit offended. Yellow is a happy color. It's the color of sunflowers, lots of nice things. But, um, you know, you do as you wish. You don't have to like yellow. Question for Puma from Anonymous. What is your response to Zenith's campaign being based on scare tactics and threats? I think that's completely viable. But as I have mentioned before, I provide baby horses and dragons to Zenith and quell her rage. Therefore, you do not need to fear her. You just need to vote me. Pablo? Uh, Well, as you know, as a uh, mid-level adventurer who has dual class in both uh, wizard and uh, rogue, uh, I'm quite adept at dealing with high-level threats. And being a dragon, the AC pool tends to be a bit higher, allowing me to uh, initiate better sneak attacks. And if you vote for me, I'll have the experience to uh, put a level in Arcane Trickster, and I'd be very happy if you guys did that for me. How nerdy of you. Zenith. I will not be contained. You will not control me. Oh, wait, is that a picture of a horse? Oh, that's so cute. Thank you, Puma. Tom. Oh, I don't know. I said that if you guys wanted to fart single doubloons and race cars, that you should vote for me, so. This question is from a Polish member of the BPL. The question will be played now. Księżyc powinien należeć do Polski. Zgadzacie się? Our Polish is a bit rusty, but we think it means the moon should belong to Poland. Do you agree? My Polish is a little rusty, but... Pierogi sa tym ko dojestjes. Zenith. Moon's a big place. Moon should belong to everyone. We split it up. How about we just take the moon for ourselves, actually? Moon for BPL. Why not? Who's going to stop us? Tom. Dude, it's funny that you mentioned Poland, because I'm uploading a picture to the BPL right now of some asshole logged into my Nintendo Switch from Poland and spent 200 goddamn dollars on my goddamn account. God damn it. I fucking hate Poland. Screw Poland. It can go die. Puma. Jakom Ciebie Tom. Being a third Polish, I say that we must indeed put the flag on the moon and then fire blazes from it. That's about all the time we have, candidates. Ladies and gentlemen, the WBPL News has been committed for at least three weeks to the education and effective participation of Legionnaires in Legion Affairs. The most critical part of that process is an informed Legionnaire going to the polls. I want to thank the candidates for their time and ask each to make a final statement before concluding the debates. Puma. Pablo. Now, boys and girls, I know you have a very tough decision ahead of you as you hold in your hands the future of the BPL. Now, I'd be awfully, awfully proud of you if you were to vote for me, Pablo Ichiban, the candidate of the dad party. Now, I'd be awfully proud of you if you did this sport, but uh, if you find it in your best interest to vote for another candidate, you know what? I won't be mad at you. Just a little disappointed. I believe in you, kiddo. Zenith. Remember, a vote for Zenith is a vote for your future. Yes. (laughs) So much more than you can ever know. Tom. Listen, I don't know much about cats or dads or 
Zerg matrons or whatever, man. But I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to be straight with you, man. If you strike me down now, I will become more powerful than you could ever imagine. So vote for me or be in a world of trouble. Love you, Psyduck. Thank you to all the candidates. And for everyone listening, thank you for your time participating in these democratic processes. Thank, thank you. Good night and good luck.